Welcome back to the We Wrote It Better podcast. This is the podcast where we take average, shitty, and in this case, real shitty, Hollywood films, and uh, we write them better. Uh, I'm Ridley DeWolf, and I got my partner here. Joel Shyamalan. Yeah, welcome back. We got a real... We got a real doozy one today. This is one's really bad. This is a really bad movie. Just, <laughs> I, I'm really shocked. We were talking earlier. I think uh, we need to put out a PSA for this. There needs to be a warning. Yeah. Um, initially, I was thinking you can't understand the suffering yeah. until you watch it. Yeah. But then I'm taking that back <laughs> and i don't think anybody should be watching this i think you should just take the the what are uh synopsis of the story yeah and then our treatments yeah and just take it as that that's probably because best. Yeah. let's just save everybody it's this is real a, bad this is a tragedy yeah this is a um <laughs> it's offensive <laughs> yeah to everyone to everyone to everybody to everything um it's it, I'm I'm speechless. Like I, I it's <laughs> unless I'm reading off of my stuff, like I have not I can't really say too much because I'm just I so know. disappointed. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, without further ado, the the film we uh wrote better this week is Purple Hearts. It's on Netflix. I'm sure you've seen it. It's been in the trending, of course it has. Uh might have been in the top 10 as well. But uh it was by Netflix and it was directed by Elizabeth Ann Rosenbaum. Uh, who doesn't have a track record yeah. even worthy about talk like we can't we're not going to talk about it it's not good normally we yeah we like to go into stuff like that but this time it's kind of like she, i guess it's it it's really bad yeah right? yeah okay so uh, her name is lizzie elizabeth ann rosenbaum um and it stars uh sophia carson and nicholas galitz galitzine 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 nicholas galitzine that's yeah. what it is for now mm-hmm. um and so basically this story follows an aspiring singer-songwriter named Cassie, who is Sophia, uh, and a Marine named Luke, who fall in love with one another despite many obstacles. And that's that's what I have for the. Can I the read Wikipedia. you what I found? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Cassie Salazar and Luke Morrow couldn't be more different. <laughs> Sharp-witted Cassie works nights at a bar in uh, Oceanside, California. You see. I didn't even realize that they never talk about it once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if I and and like even in my treatment, I had no idea where it was. I guessed. Yeah. I guessed California. <laughs> I guessed it. Yeah. I wanted to go maybe like a little bit like Top Gun style, like yeah. have um, you know, like some cool beach chill vibes with the military just chilling on the yeah. beach and yeah, yeah. all that type type of stuff. So, uh, anyways. <clears throat> Uh, she works at a bar at Oceanside, California to make ends meet yeah. while pursuing her dream of becoming a singer-songwriter. Luke is a Marine trainee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> that actually does make a difference. <laughs> about, to, about to ship off for duty. Yeah. Uh, we don't know why. Yeah. I actually know. That's not true. That's not true. They make two... Um, one is Cassie being ignorant and the second one is just like they're just being straight up um like stereotypical military yeah. not yeah. creative in any way uh, just racist so yeah. <laughs> uh who find comfort in unswerving discipline of service but a chance encounter at cassie's bar changes the she doesn't own the bar yeah. 
know. changes the course of both their lives. Cassie is a dr- is drowning in medical bills, making her mom pay penny cash, pe- petty cash. I know. To uh, oh yeah, and she still couldn't even make the payment. Yeah, stupid loser. <laughs> Uh, after being diagnosed with diabetes, such a shame. I think that's so funny. Yeah, I love how the, this film actually touches on a lot of hot button issues politically, and you, like that's you think? that's half the film <laughs> is 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 politics. It's not a romantic comedy. It's not a romantic drama. It's not a romantic film. It's it's heavily political and very stereotypical. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to uh, remember this one part. There's definitely like a lot. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. I, I don't know. <laughs> this took me. I don't know if I have to mention this, but it took me five to six times to watch this in 30 minute or so increments. I couldn't handle more <laughs> than that. It was it was. um. It was offensive. It was similar for me. Yeah, that's I think it was that's offensive. Why, yeah. Good thing on that PSA, because it was it was offensive. I, I watched it at two times the speed. Um, and even then it felt a bit slow. It was, so. uh, uh, <laughs> it left such a terrible taste in my mouth. The rest of the day was kind of spoiled for me too. Yeah. I didn't want to do anything. I felt a level of depression. Drained. I ate yeah. Olive Garden the night before. <gasps> yeah. So, yeah. you know, like that food plus this film the next day sat in your stomach was just, was painful. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really do very much that day. I just kind of felt there set sat on a couch like a fucking bump on a log melted away yeah i totally get that i know i i had a lot of trouble getting through it as well like i said i watched it at two times the speed right um and also fyi this movie is a musical i didn't know Neither did I. <laughs> I didn't know until the third music sequence in the film that this was a musical i thought they were just heavily relying on music videos i guess for the movie because they didn't really have a script uh, which also could be true, but it is a musical. That that's crazy. Um, yeah, this this movie is. It was shocking. We we kind of went into this. At least I did, thinking that it would be your typical, maybe like a romantic movie that you could you know watch with your your significant other and have a good laugh at least. But uh, I tried. It's not, yeah, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> My girlfriend did not stand. She five minutes. She didn't even give it five minutes. She tapped out. She's gone. It's nothing you want to share with anyone. This is a movie you played it to, to torture somebody. This is this is military grade weaponry. This is Gitmo. This is Gitmo style torture. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. This yeah. is what they were fucking playing at in Guanta- Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, I know that for sure. <laughs> it's funny that this movie has such a heavy military presence, and that's also what they used to torture people at Guantanamo <laughs> Bay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so I just, I mean, I guess now we're gonna get into our notes just before we get into our little uh, treatments here. Yeah. Um, do you have any notes you want to start out with? I well, I guess you know what I got. I one, I have one second. Hold on, hold sure. on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I guess I do. We kind of have to go a bit more in depth uh, for this movie simply because yeah. no one's going to watch it. So. No, Let, let's build. <laughs> let's just build the visual for them. Just set the scene. Get, yeah, yeah, set yeah. the scene. Yeah. Give them a vibe. And yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. So it's this this young Latina. Her name is <laughs> Cassie, uh, Cassie Salazar. Cassie. <laughs> Scatazar. <laughs> yeah, her name is Cassie. And uh she works at a bar and she has diabetes type one. Uh <laughs> that's what I was gonna bring up. Yeah. They made it look like she was gonna go off and do heroin. Yeah. They made it seem so yeah. um you know, like illegal. Like what, what, what she was gonna behavior. do. Yeah, she's I like, know. Oh, oh alarm goes, I I gotta go. I got you. I, I gotta I, I gotta step out for a yeah. minute. <laughs> 
goes in the truck, hides in the dark, stabs herself with the with She the looks insulin. so ashamed but that yeah, she has diabetes. Exactly. It's, it's fucked After up. After years of it, probably the diagnosis, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, so she has diabetes and she's a singer-songwriter. She has, a like, a shitty band. And they, they all play at, like, the bar they work at. <laughs> and then you have, like, Luke. And Luke is, is supposed to be this guy who... You think he has an addiction, and they say he had, he's a, he's a former addict, and he got in the Marines because, you know, uh, his family's like a military family, and he wants to make them proud because of his, you know, addict behavior, whatever. This guy doesn't really have an addiction. Spoiler alert, he just took his dad's car for a joyride and ends up, like, owing a lot of money to a drug dealer because he borrowed too much. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So he's not even really an addict. But anyway, he's in the Marines. Uh, <laughs> he's serving his country. Yeah, yeah. Um and so yeah, he he goes back to the Oceanside outpost, Ocean View, Oceanside? Ocean The Ocean, California Oceanside. Yeah. Oceanside. Yeah. I'm not afraid to admit I'm, I did <laughs> a terrible job paying attention to this one. I don't actually remember it's either the view or the side, but regardless it revolves around an ocean. So uh, they go back to the military outpost and uh, they go to this bar that Cassie works at, which is kind of like a military bar. She doesn't date soldiers, by the way. She's she's pictured the most stereotypical fucking 2022, like literally she's what what a liberal quote unquote would be like as a meme. Okay, but. On the opposite end, Luke is like the fucking right winger fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like idiot. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. stereotype as a meme. Like they're both memes almost. Like <laughs> they <laughs> I mean? are. They are. Like no, and it's like, true. Like I, this movie does a horrible job at trying to create like actual interesting conflict. Like their conflict is just that they have totally opposite viewpoints of the world. Yeah, and they have they're scumbags. Together. Yeah, they these two people are cockroaches mm -hmm. in life <laughs> you know yeah. they somehow manage to scrape by constantly but they're terrible you don't want them around you like look at her group of friends yeah like look at his group of friends like they are when the they worst. they are the they are the worst scumbags scum yeah. <laughs> scum they're the ring around the tub buddy that's yeah. that's pure scum right there <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically, like, yeah, the, the military boys are at the bar, and Cassie's there, and she meets Luke, and it's like, you know, it's a it's a liberal versus a, a, a gun-toting marine boy, I guess, yeah. whatever, but uh, I guess they somehow have chemistry, or they, the film wants you to believe that they have chemistry, and, um, but Cassie, you know, she doesn't want to get a fucking job, so she, <laughs> she's behind on all her medical bills, and somehow lives in this great apartment, a three-story walk-up. <laughs> And <laughs> on the beach in yeah. California. And um, so, you know, she's like, man, I, I just want to like, you know, do my art and like be like a musician. Yeah. And like, so uh, she doesn't get a real job and she's like fighting for her life with diabetes. Yeah. Uh, Luke, he's just, you know, he's like, he owes a lot of $15,000 to this drug dealer named fucking Jono. Jono. Okay. Jono. Uh, I guess he just borrowed. I don't know how he got that line of credit for from his drug dealer. To go owe him fifteen I'm grand pretty, worth I, of shit. I think that's unheard of. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I mean, I don't know. It's just, just Cali things, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so they end up getting married for you know military spousal privilege, which they make it seem like you're getting a fuck ton of money to be a military spouse. And I'll tell you right now, you're not. My girlfriend's sister is, sorry, her brother-in-law is in the military. And right. they, like you don't get a fuck ton of money for being a military spouse. She makes it seem like she like she won the fucking lottery. Like, well, that's what the story <laughs> wants you to believe. 
it wants you to believe that they somehow cracked a code. Yeah. And they're reaping the benefits of a loophole <laughs> that they've discovered. Like they <laughs> it's, you know, and like you said, realistically, I don't know anything about this, but I'm assuming, you know, what you're saying is fairly accurate to the United States military as well. Yeah. That military spouses don't receive. It's not like a crazy cutback. No. You know, it's you're not, not getting out the wazoo benefits. You yeah. Know? Like, not the way she's I'm sure. Living. I'm sure you're taken care of in some sense. Yeah. But, you know. But I know you're not. It's not like hitting the jackpot. You didn't hit the fucking lottery. There no. are people here trying to find a military boy to fucking. You know what I mean? Like you would see way more like, of that. Yeah, <laughs> you, you would, if it was right? A thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they. You know, some shit happens. He goes over to Iraq. He's deployed. Um. They intend to stay married for like a whole year until Luke gets back. Right. Uh. He gets fucking blown to shit in fucking Iraq. Yeah. Um. The, the only good guy in the in the actual script. His name is Frankie. He was a childhood friend that. Um. Cassie used to babysit. Yeah. He's most innocent guy in the fucking film. Just wants to marry his girl. Even bought her a nice ring for it. Because uh, he saved his money. He didn't spend it on drugs. <laughs> he saved his money to buy his girl a nice ring. Uh, Luke didn't spend any money on drugs. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he just crashed a car and drank a lot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so he had, he had an opportunity to save. He had an opportunity to save. He did, yeah. But uh, yeah, so Frankie dies. He gets the one who gets all the fucking landmine up the ass. Uh, and then yeah. Luke just gets like his leg broken. He stepped on a landmine and he gets his leg broken. God, you love to see it. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? That plot armor is thick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, he comes back and he's all busted up and Cassie's got to take care of him. And, you know, they start to kind of fall in love. But then, you know, uh, they get found out and there's this whole trial. And yeah, she finds out that he used to be into drugs. Not really. Long story short, everything ends up OK. Frankie. Still she dead. runs to him in the in the courtroom and she yells, I love you. She, he's yeah. being taken away for six months. For six months. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. He's probably just going to to the brig. To the fucking know? brig, yeah. right? Yeah, Six months be, in the brig. He'll That's be scrubbing nothing. fucking toilets and on yeah. fucking base all yeah, day. Yeah, he's going to be wearing the, you know, the white military tee. It's not like he's going mopping fucking, floors. you know? Like, anyway, so everything she had turns to tell out him. fine. He yeah. Had, he had to know. Everything and is then, fine. And then what does he say at the end? Uh, look, now this, it's for real this time. Yeah. I love you. It's for real. This Yeah. So it's for real this time. It's and then her cue her music video. Yeah. Goes, Come back to me. <laughs> no. Cause she writes him a song while he's off base and they just got finished getting blown up. And all the boys are like, can you play a little melody for her? She goes, oh, shucks. I don't know. And then she like spends a whole week writing this shit ass fucking one minute yeah. ballad. And she sings it. And that helps that skyrockets her to stardom, by the way. She gets record deals off of this shitty fucking song. She Florence wrote. and the Machine. <laughs> I love how they had to throw that out there. Florence and the Machine. As if. Yeah. As if. Come on. She never fucking open for Florence and the Machine. Anyway. So, yeah, that that's like the condensed version. And it might yeah. even sound not as bad as what we're making it. But it is that bad. We're, we trimmed a lot of fat here. We trimmed so much fat. Um, we actually did. And so with that in mind, you know, now we can get to our notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, every single character in this film is two dimensional. Um, Luke is super white, right wing. He uses the word lib in every other sentence. Mm -hmm. He calls her lib several times. He does. Yeah. Yeah. He actually makes a comment when he sees her tattoo when she's getting changed for their fake wedding. He goes, huh, so what's the tattoo say? Socialism now? And I was <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I paused. I was like, you fucking kidding me, man. Like socialism now? Uh, Bernie bros? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, and it, it says something stupid. It's like a fucking Bible quote in Spanish or something. I don't know. Nothing wrong with that, but it wasn't socialism now. Yeah. Um, 
God. Cassie, I have a problem with Cassie because she is she's a free spirit musician. <laughs> but she also refuses to get an actual job, even with the threat of death upon her horizon. <laughs> like she, yeah. At several points, and in she this guilt film, trips everybody into does. it. She like she gets money from her mom, who's like, "I'll go into credit card debt just yeah. to make sure you're okay." <laughs> and it's like you should just get a nine to five for now. Like yeah. I respect the hustle, but like don't be ridiculous, you know. Um, she literally says. Um, <laughs> I'd rather hustle for my art anyway than work some soul-crushing job. And I, I totally can respect that to an extent. There is a limit. Um, my biggest problem is that there's a very concentrated effort to get two complete opposites who would never interact with each other in real life, let alone enter into a false relationship, yeah. uh, contract with money. And they, and they they try to like make it work. Like There's it, no cutesy little hate-love here. It's like a circle in the square. Yeah, right? Um, yeah, like... Th- Again, this is so hard for me to like. I know it's complicated. I know. I'm working through. It's in like the worst it's like way. therapy. Yeah, it's like working <laughs> working through something. This is traumatic for me to watch. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, she like that. That's what I wanted to say. Like she guilt trips her mom into you know going into debt. Yeah, uh, giving up the money, even though she she tries to take the the moral high ground. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, no, 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 don't pay. I'll try to. I'll pay for it. I'll, pay. I'll and, try. And, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, the mom can't make the money anyway. <laughs> yeah. she, and, but, and then she says to the, 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 uh, the prescription. The doc, pharmacist? The pharmacist. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's what they're called. Yeah, the pharmacist. <laughs> and guilt trips her. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, maybe I can afford this on Friday if I survive. Yeah, she looks at her like she's like, yeah, she's like, sorry, like your insurance is like not going to come until Friday. And she goes, oh, really? Yeah. I, I need this to survive. Yeah. I'm going to die basically. So, so you have that and then you have Luke. <laughs> um and like you said before, like they try to make these two pieces fit. Yeah. But there's no base. There's no base <laughs> level and they don't share a common ground. Nothing. Other than the money. Mm-hmm. But that's not even established well. Yeah. Like it's just kind of like Oh <laughs> shit. There we go. Okay. That's that's what's going to be now. So you know, like it's just you're watching these two morons like talk to each other. You're right. There is no fucking base. No, there's, there's no, no reason for them to no, be talking. No, no. He eyes her in the in the bar yeah. because they have to. Yeah. You know, and I just love also the like the only way they can in- introduce this um this kind of like solution of like getting military spousal support <laughs> necessary is by I uh, sorry making it like like a like natural mm-hmm. is by having the fucking friend who's like tending the bar be like those boys over there are crazy yeah. one of them just said oh man he could change me from a lesbian if i married him i can get free health care and i was just like are you fucked and then <laughs> and then cassie's like damn those are like those are marriage words or some shit like that and i'm like yeah it is. yeah like, fuck like this is ridiculous like they had to shoehorn it in there yeah it's like man i just heard that you can get military spousal privilege that will cover health care and it's like <laughs> you don't be- <laughs> Cass is like, yeah. And then the next day she struggles at the pharmacy and like, yeah, she's like, yeah. Um, so what if, I'm looking at my notes there because they're all like. See, Sorry, I threw you off. No, yeah, the I, script is jumbled. So I'm just trying to figure out what I even, what I even came. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things I, I noticed is that throughout the film, Luke is super paranoid about being found out for his yeah. marriage. He's super paranoid. Yeah. Like, it's almost like he's worried about, like, 
like someone finding out he's gay or something like you know what i mean yeah. like in the military in like the 80s he's yeah. like we can't we can't you have to be careful like watch your fucking tone and like you know yeah but it's not like that it's like they're so worried about this sham marriage being believable but they literally meet two weeks previously she was clearly disgusted by him there are witnesses showing she was clearly disgusted by she, him yeah <laughs> she walked away and his platoon she, she walked, hates them all she walked away she walked away from him uh and had a known rule about never dating military boys mm-hmm. and then is marrying a Marine two weeks later. And that one of his squad even says during their like little marriage dinner, it's crazy considering you guys hit each other last week. And like, <laughs> 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 in this situation just could not be more unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Also, like the uh, the military guys are all, all caricatures. Let me tell you something. I, you know, whatever, I respect the military or whatever. Like, I think that's great. But they made these guys like the biggest fucking assholes yeah, on the ste- planet. Yeah, the stereotypical, like stereotypical douchebag. fucking douches. There's one guy who just stands up after they finish doing the hoorah, hoorah, hoorah. Yeah. And he's just like, who's ready to hunt down some Arabs? And literally he just says that and the whole room is quiet and like my room was quiet and everyone was quiet. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking awkward. Yes. Like, you, why would you say that in a romantic movie? Do you know what I mean? Like sit next to your girl hearing some dude say, let's go kill some Arabs. You know what I mean? On Netflix. Oh, that's just Netflix. that's just Tom. He's a piece <laughs> of shit. Like everyone knows, Tom is, is is a bit of a butthead. He's a bit of a butthead. Like let him go. Sit down, no big Tom. deal. Sit down. He's like, <laughs> and he hates her. Yeah. He he actually specifically hates Cassie because <laughs> Cassie like stands up to him or whatever. She's like, why do they gotta be a rap? And he's yeah, like, that's right. I forgot. He's she, like, are you know. forgetting who we're fighting? And I'm actually thinking, like, what kind of war is this actually? Cassie brings it up in a like a little turn of ignorance on her end. Yeah. She they said at some point, I think it's when Frankie first they first meet. Yeah. Or um she sees Frankie for the first time in years. And uh they mention something mm-hmm. and then uh Frankie goes, Oh, we're going we're getting deployed to Afghanistan and she uh. goes, Oh, you guys are still in Afghanistan? Yeah. <laughs> That's that's so funny that mm-hmm. she just doesn't know. Oh, you you guys are still there? Oh my god! Oh my god! Really? Yeah, we're still there. <laughs> um, look, Cassie. So Cassie goes from dying of fucking diabetes to headlining a music festival in two months. And it's, I, <laughs> it's like it's not an accurate representation of military spousal support. Don't put those dreams in. Someone's it's not head. even an accurate representation of time. <laughs> if things move this fast. It would be incredible. Things would, my life would be so different. Right? (laughs) She's like, literally, there's several points throughout this film where Cassie is on the verge of death. And Mm -hmm. she is like about to have a fucking Mm -hmm. diabetic coma. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why she's always rushing to go to a place where no one can find her if she has a diabetic coma. Maybe she's still embarrassed about it. But regardless, it'd be nice if no one found her. Now, I noticed that Luke insists they have to keep pretending to be married because his dad will find out and, like, like turn him in. Right. But the dad doesn't give a shit. No. He doesn't give a shit at all. No, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about his son, even, almost. No, he doesn't care about Luke. Once he finds out he's in the Marines, he's like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty chill. I'm glad he... (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad he did that, but uh, still. Uh, Yeah, and again, uh, Frankie is the only normal boy who in the entire film but he fucking dies he dies by a fucking landmine off screen we don't even see the dude get blown up no you'll never see it It, it's it's fucked up Uh, they're creating drama for themselves the dad doesn't care and Frankie didn't have to die this whole movie is just like plot after plot it's uh, incoherent garbage no Frankie had to die (laughs) so they didn't have to give the ring back oh did she give the ring back (laughs) yeah she does yeah she does (laughs) 
Frankie had to die. Because he's black? He, well, he I'm was not... the only black guy. He was. Actually, if you yeah. think about this now, yeah. now start to think about that. I'm not yeah. saying anything. I'm just yeah. telling you. No, I can see But it. Frankie, you know, there's a structure to these films, mm-hmm. and Frankie had to go. He was too pure and too black. I can, <laughs> I can oh, tell. Again. No, because you know why? Because I was wondering, like, why didn't fucking Armando, the kill the Arabs guy, <laughs> yeah. fucking die? And I why realized Armando, he's Dominican. He's not black. No. He's Dominican. Yeah. He's spicy black. Those don't even count. I get it now. They can survive a movie. That's why Zoe Soldana always gets out scot free. <laughs> she never dies in a movie. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about it. <laughs> All right. So uh, we are going to take a quick brief pause here and then we're going to jump in with our fucking treatments i can't wait and this is at least we can so talk about something different right than this pile of shit you know what like uh, i'll be honest with you i went completely off the rails i want to hear you know joel's i want you want you guys to hear mine and i think you guys are gonna have a way better time so you're gonna hear that when we come back this episode of the we wrote it better podcast is sponsored by abnesti pharmaceuticals do you need to fabricate your emotions or the emotions of the ones you love Are you tired of putting in the emotional effort of a normal human being? Abnesti Pharmaceuticals has the products you need. With products like N40, Darkenflox, and the yet unreleased B6, you can be a real manipulative piece of shit. Visit www.abnestifarm.com and use code DICKSHAMALAN for 15% off your first order. Welcome back to the best part of the show. This is the part where we get to uh, regale you with uh, our treatments our better written scripts for uh, Purple Hearts. So, uh, without further ado, I think this time Joel is going first. I ha- I want to get it. I want to get it going. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Joel, whenever you're ready. Okay. It's going to be a doozy. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Let's go. So, the story starts with Luke and Frankie going through uh, the graduating ceremony of the U.S. Marines. Um, they just passed their trainee program. Mm-hmm. They have a honorable speech and all that, all you know, stuff. all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditionally, after you graduate Marine, the Marine Corps or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you get you have a choice of outposts that you have to go to. Yeah. Um, so when they are to be lining up to be assigned for these, Frankie convinces uh, Luke to join him at their outpost in the hometown of mm-hmm. Ocean View, California. Mm-hmm. Luke, who really has, you know, he's he, he's going back to home. Yeah. You don't really know it at that time that mm-hmm. he has a bad past, but he's going back home mm-hmm. and he doesn't really want to do it. Mm-hmm. But he does agree because him and Frankie are pretty tight. Mm-hmm. So uh, on the bus to California, Frankie shows Luke um, a wedding ring that he's going to give to his girlfriend, Riley. Um, they've been dating for a long time. It's now time. And, uh, you know, but Luke doesn't really understand. Like he feels happy for Frankie, yeah. but he's just like, whatever, you know, like he's, he's a loner. Yeah. He has never made an effort to make a connection with anyone mm-hmm. in his life. And we'll find out why pretty soon. <laughs> so Luke grew up in a very tough uh, family. His father was an ex um, U.S. Marine officer mm-hmm. who singled him out um, throughout his childhood because he's, you know, he's a sensitive softy and he was, and his father w- wouldn't take that. So yeah, he that. did whatever he took to toughen him up, mm-hmm. throw him through the ringer, mm-hmm. and eventually ship him off to military school. Before that, though, um, because of all the pressure that his dad was throwing on Luke, uh, it drove him down a pretty dark road. Yeah. 
drugs, alcohol. Real drugs, real alcohol. Like, <laughs> you know, he was he was doing some damage, you know, yeah. uh, in rebellion to his father. Uh, and then eventually, obviously, he gets shipped off. Mm-hmm. So when they finally pull up and settle at the outpost, they're meeting all the other Marines. Yeah. And they decide to head to the local watering hole. And to treat the new recruits, you know, put yeah. them through, the, put them through the thing. So Cassie is a bartender at what I like to. I take credit for this one. I yeah. named the bar in this. I took it extra step. Yeah. And I'm gonna call it the Foo Bar. It's really good. Yeah. I like that because yeah. you know what those those uh, those Marines they walk out of there fucked up beyond all recognition. That's or right. Or repair, whatever you want to. I yeah. think it's recognition. Uh, can I just say that that's more clever than the entire script? Congratulations. Congratulations. That one little uh, anecdote there. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so it's a local dive and it's free. It's always, it's just, it's that typical bar mm-hmm. frequent by Marines. Um, so anyways, we're going back to Cassie. Mm-hmm. Cassie is an aspiring musician. She's classically trained in piano. Yeah. Her father, uh, we find out is also comparably strict yeah. as Luke's father. Mm-hmm. He wants her to, be classically trained to have her life revolve around music, yeah. everything like that. So she that's her life, mm-hmm. you know, like she, excuse me, she, um, she can't do anything else. Yeah. So this bartending gig is just, you know, a side hustle for her technically. I'm glad you're and, showing that you've raised the stakes for her as, as to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. why she's doing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm not going to excuse her out of the stupid band she's in. She <laughs> is in a terrible band, Yeah. but it, she's only using it for her own good. Right. Yeah. You know, so she's in this band called the loyal. They are the house band for the foo bar. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, like we, we, we meet her. She's, she's, noodling around on the on the keys and stuff like that um but so anyways i'm i'm going off track here uh she was diagnosed with diabetes yeah a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and she's always struggled to come up with money for the insulin mm-hmm. which is you know it just shows you the american government yeah i guess right the the medical system <laughs> yeah so during in that day in particular cassie's sitting at the piano before her shift and uh we're going back she's noodling on the keys mm-hmm and she kind of th- comes up with a melody. So she starts to write it down, but her boss, you know, storms in through the door. He kind of, you know, big, fat, bald. A big fucking greasy You know, just fucker. a greasy, yeah. <laughs> greasy bastard. He comes storming in, and he scolds her for not clocking and then going straight to work, even though she's early. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So the beginning of the night at the bar, they open up. It's pretty slow, and Cassie is polishing some glassware when she sees Frankie walking in mm-hmm. with a group of dudes. Cassie and Frankie are old friends, and they haven't seen each other in years. He tells her they've um, they've been stationed to the outpost, mm-hmm. and and they will be training and staying there till eventually deployed, whenever something goes down. Yeah. Now, granted, this is in the past. Yeah. So we there's there's really no war right now. Mm-hmm. This is early. This is late nineties. Mm-hmm. So really, what's going on? I don't really know. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, they're they're you know they're there for training, you know whatever. Uh, so they talk for a while. Yeah. And Frankie calls over Luke. He's like, you know what? Ca- I've known Cassie forever. Yeah. You know, I've known this guy forever. Like we're we're all pretty tight. I'm gonna introduce each other. 
they introduce um he introduces Fr- uh, Luke to uh, Cassie but he's just awkward mm-hmm. he's quiet he is not engaging in any way she really doesn't care yeah you know about him he's not overly attractive <laughs> and that's so, true so it's like whatever you know so Cassie's just like kind of scampers away from yeah. the conversation Luke gets tired of the whole evening and eventually just goes back to the quarters. Mm-hmm. On his way back, Luke is chased down by a pickup truck. Yeah. And eventually gets pushed into uh, an alleyway. Now comes Jono. <laughs> uh, it's it's his old dealer looking for his money. He found out he came back into town. I don't know how he has connections <laughs> to when people it's are Jono. coming in. It's <laughs> fucking Jono, bud. Anyways, he's got a he's got a connection into the military to find out when <laughs> Things work in his benefit. <laughs> and I guess he I guess he found out that uh, Luke showed up back into town. So Jono uh, is looking for his money. Mm-hmm. Luke is freaking out. He just graduated the Marines. Yeah. He's you know, he's he's not decorated in any way. But you know what? Like he's on a path that he enjoys. He's trying to be he proud does, of himself. He yeah. wants to be proud of himself. He's finally getting closer to what? his demented dream to yeah. be closer to his father mm-hmm. like he he has like that that he wants to build up to so he does not want his career to be tarnished mm-hmm. he doesn't want it so he tries he just tells Jono like look i'm gonna get you the money okay yeah it's gonna happen soon <laughs> get you the money okay things are coming up for- <laughs> things <laughs> oh, are coming Lukey up boy. for me man <laughs> Jono, Jono. <laughs> just a couple more days just a couple more days <laughs> Um. Oh, jeez. Okay, so Jono like gives him a couple of days to come up with the money. Yeah. Now, since he has very little connection with the f- with his family, um, in the town, yeah, he doesn't really know who to turn to. So he just thinks of immediately the the closest relationship I have is probably my brother, mm-hmm. who I didn't fuck over that bad. Yeah. So he goes to meet him. His brother runs a garage and his brother is not happy to see him. He's just like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. You know, because Luke's showing up like, wow, Luke graduated military school. Congratulations. But what do you what do you want? Right. Like, what are you doing yeah. here? I haven't seen you in all this time. Luke asks for more money, but his brother says, look, I'm strapped. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not I can't give you anything. I'm sorry. His brother probably knows also like, you know, I know what you're up to. This like, is fucking are you buying more drugs or, you know, same you shit, different day. <laughs> so Luke kind of freaking out about what's hap- what's happening. He yeah. goes back to the bar the next day alone uh, to drink mm-hmm. and he's there all day. He's o- he's there from the opening like training's done. Mm-hmm. He's hitting the street. He's in his sieves. You know, he's yeah. he's he's at the food bar yeah. from opening and it's getting later in the night. And so they're kind of like Cassie's kind of like poking and prodding him every time she's serving him. Yeah. She's walking by, giving him a drink. You know, she's she's in a generous mood that day. (laughs) So she's giving him a little bit more time. And, you know, he like loose lips like it's starting to happen. Yeah. Like he's starting to kind of like boop, 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 boop. Oh, this this girl is actually pretty chill. Yeah. So it's opening up. But things are kind of, you know, turning around for his openness and uh they eventually she her shift's done and mm-hmm. she sits with him and they kind of just sp- spend the night talking. Yeah. Like they kind of hit it off. They have a little bit of like 
ground. There's like there's some yeah some there's some ground. ground there, they yeah. they talk about like the f- the 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 uh, strict abusive father yeah. that type of situation. So eventually, Cassie opens up about her financial struggles with, you know, trying to be an artist, trying to become, you know, a professional piano player, mm-hmm. paying for insulin, working at this bar. It's not really working out. I'm not making a. I'm not making enough. I can't yeah. do it. But she can't. You know. Going back to what you said, you you don't want to sacrifice your life yeah. working for something you don't believe in or mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever she said, I don't really remember. Not working a, a soul-crushing job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Cassie says that. Sure, why not? <laughs> so they end up just buying booze and from the bar and just or taking booze from the bar and then going outside and continue drinking over the night. Luke opens up about his financial struggles as well. Now Mm -hmm. he's not going into any detail. Yeah. It's nothing about like he, you know, drove the car off the cliff or he just did $15,000 worth of (laughs) drugs, you know, like it's, you know, it's, he's talking about like, I have a lot of debt and Mm -hmm. I want to take care of it. Yeah. And he needs to take care of it soon. He's putting some pressure in the conversation. Yeah. 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 And they both hatch a plan to, get married with each other mm-hmm. in a fraudulent marriage to reap the benefits of the a military spousal program. Yeah. And Cassie kind of agrees with it. She's in a corner. Mm-hmm. He's in a corner. They're like, okay, we kind of see eye to eye in the situation. We yeah. don't care about each other, mm-hmm. but we have, we, we form a partnership in what we're looking for, which mm-hmm. is like financial relief. So they kind of shake hands on it and that's yeah. the end of the thing. So the next day, can I just say, sorry, I love how you created some sort of empathy between them. Yeah, well, so you have to, right? So it's not just like, oh, I'm in, I'm in a fucking corner. I got to just find the first broad I see and marry her. Yeah. It's like, you know, he he's he spent time talking to her and there's there's a little bit of empathy and a relationship yeah. kind of there. It's not like some that. like bullshit joke that exactly. they shoot at each other and then they're hooking up. Yeah. No, this is like, you, they kind of, you have to build it, right? Mm-hmm. So the next morning is September 11th, 2001. <laughs> The timing's impeccable. <laughs> the timing's impeccable. So <laughs> Luke wakes up to chaos in the quarters. Okay. He doesn't know what's going on, but Frankie is shaking him and he's like, man, you got to come and you got to look at this fucking TV. You yeah. got to see what's going on here. So Luke kind of like gets up, goes, looks at the TV. Holy shit. The fucking towers in New York are hit. Jesus. You know? Mm-hmm. And so the commander comes storming in the room. They're all in there their undies yeah. and stuff like that and he's just like for now on we're on high alert mm-hmm. be prepared to be deployed at any moment we don't know what's going on here mm-hmm. but we're waiting on word from the brass yeah you know luke is freaking out yeah not only in the sense of like holy shit i'm gonna about i'm going to war at some point yeah but it's also like holy shit i gotta tie this yeah. this, this deal <laughs> off because i <laughs> it's like either yeah maybe he can just disappear like, yeah I guess in the sense is like he, if he's going to war, mm-hmm. he can just disappear from Jono. Yeah. And be like, what? 15,000. I'm in Afghanistan. Yeah. But I guess he does but have he, a family. He does have a family. He's probably concerned about his brother. Yeah. I don't, you, you know, like it could be a thing. Um, so Luke runs out of the base. Mm-hmm. He grabs a very a cheap ring that he found, finds on the way to the food bar. Yeah. And hoping to catch Cassie. 
So he <laughs> he runs into the bar and he tells Cassie, like, look, obviously shit's going down. Yeah. <laughs> it, I think we need to take care of it's this. It's 9-11. Right. Shit's it, going down. We need to take care of this right now. So uh, he finds someone who can ordain them. Yeah. And then they just need a witness. So he calls Frankie and he's like, Frankie, can you be my witness for this? Mm-hmm. Frankie, who is a gentleman. Yeah. Okay. And he a is. Stand up guy looking out for Luke. Mm-hmm. He gives him the ring that he was going to give to Riley. Yeah. And he's like, if you're going to do this, give her a proper ring mm-hmm. and just have her wear it till we get back yeah. from service. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, and, and it'll give you a chance to buy her a proper ring mm-hmm. if you want to continue continue this facade yeah and i'll take my ring back and propose to riley like Mm -hmm. my my initial plan Mm -hmm. so they they sign a little thing everything all the paperwork's done yeah they uh kiss and so they they're fully married they have a quiet celebration just the two of them um but and they both end up just getting super hammered yeah uh and in that time you know luke kind of breaks down Mm -hmm. he's he admits to Cassie he's he's been his alone his whole life, mm-hmm. and he's terrified that he's just about to be get he's about to be sent to war. Yeah, he's he's never experienced it before. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's frightening. She's also frightened mm-hmm. by the events of the day. There's a lot going on. Of course, she just got married. She just got married. It's nine eleven. It's nine eleven. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on right now. Yeah. So you know, they both kind of embrace each other. And they get it on. They bang. They bang. Oh, you know, but it's, but there's no connection. I just want to in, I want to make sure you guys all understand. There's no (laughs) connection here. It's a shared trauma sex. Yeah. 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 (laughs) They they share, they share something and they, they're just drunk. So it kind of just works out for each other. So events, you know, transpire Mm -hmm. and Cassie doesn't see or hear from Luke in a few days. Yeah. Then she starts to receive, she gets an email from him. He tells her that they're being deployed to Afghanistan mm-hmm. uh, in a day. And as as one of the frontline invasion squads, um, he will keep in touch as much as possible mm-hmm. just to keep up the game. Obviously, he's not going into full detail. He's leaving a paper trail. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's just kind of keeping it vague and whatever. But Luke also mentions that the um, paperwork for the marriage has gone through. Yeah. And... You know, everything's taken care of. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. So Cassie, who's feeling, you know, she has a weight off her shoulder. She's yeah. about to be able to afford insulin. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really need to worry too much about working at the food bar anymore. Yeah. For like bullshit tips, especially mm-hmm. when they're being deployed to war. Mm-hmm. There's no one coming to the bar. <laughs> exactly. You know, Patrick, the bar owner, that moron, he's going to be stomping around <laughs> going in debt. Going in debt. <laughs> So Cassie writes a song, okay? <laughs> Not yeah. Cassie writes a song about the days, the, the day the towers fell. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. This isn't even about it took, this, this. Now, the, the, now, if you know me, you know this probably took a lot out of me to write yeah. this. I don't, I don't generally enjoy talking about this type of stuff. This yeah. is really not fun for me. But anyways, we're gonna talk about it. So she writes a song about the towers falling and men being sent off to war. Mm-hmm. And so they're having a memorial at r- right beside the outpost, the military outpost mm-hmm. um, for the soldiers being s- sent off and the lives lost in nine 11. Yeah. And she performs this ballad 
now we're living in a time where you know there's some cell phones mm-hmm. and cameras and stuff like that i and uh so she kind of like this video gets like passed around mm-hmm. like wow look at this girl you know yeah. writing this beautiful song that you know it's like me- commemorating this crazy moment honoring the uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah totally so it goes viral technically in that time in 2001 <laughs> yeah. It's on the news everywhere. It's on the news. Uh, and Cassie begins to start to share her music on, I don't really know if Facebook was around at the time. Probably MySpace. MySpace. Maybe. Yeah. I think, Is that 2001? Yeah. 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 Sure. No, no, MySpace yeah. was around for, for that. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like passing around at the beginnings of the social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Okay. But she's starting to get like deals. Yeah. Phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> emails. Like, whoa, what? Okay. Now people are starting to like pay attention to her yeah. and her talent. She writes to Luke and she tells him, but obviously there's no reply. Yeah. He's in service. Um, so it's been over a month mm-hmm. and Cassie hasn't heard anything. Now that she doesn't really care too much, <laughs> but she, I think she's concerned that there's like, she's sending these emails. Mm-hmm. She's not getting replies. There are good reasons to it, but uh, she's finding it hard to like, am, am I keeping the facade like real? Yeah. Like, yeah. is this marriage looking real? Mm-hmm. Like I, you know what I mean? Um, so let me, no, sorry, let me see what's going on here. Okay. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of, you know, like she's in a world now she's an artist, she's writing songs and Mm -hmm. all this type of stuff. And then she gets a phone call one day from, um, the U S military and she is told that Luke has been severe. Her husband, Luke has been severely injured and uh, is in a coma. Mm -hmm. He is being released from service on the front lines and he's being sent back home. Mm -hmm. He should be home in a couple of days. And so when Cassie is able to finally see him in the hospital, Mm -hmm. she's like, whoa, no pun intended. She was literally blown away (laughs) when she, (laughs) when she sees Luke lying in the bed, Yeah, his legs, both of his legs and his, uh, his right arm yeah. were go- are blown off. They're Good. gone. He's amp- they're amp- they're they're gone. That's realistic. When it's you realistic. Step on a landline. His, <laughs> his head is all wrapped. Half of it is wrapped in bandages, and he's hooked up to a ton of medical equipment. Mm-hmm. This is the first time she's seen trauma as well. So yeah. she's kind of like white in the face. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The nurse tells Cassie that uh, he was hit by a. Uh, a a stray mine mm-hmm. after the, the, the recon or the explosive unit went yeah. through, they forgot one mine. That stray yeah. mine took out a recon team. Mm-hmm. And his partner was Frank. Mm-hmm. And he was killed instantly in that explosion. Mm-hmm. So Cassie, who feels like she owes some type of debt to uh, Frankie for the ring, she goes to Riley. Mm-hmm. And she gives the ring back to her mm-hmm. and tells her, like, I, like he was planning on proposing to you when they got back yeah. from service, you know, like uh, Riley just got the news that he died. Jesus Christ. So, you know what I mean? Like this whole thing is kind yeah. of unraveling. Um, but Cassie in her ignorance, you know, she let it slip that Luke and her were only really married for the spousal benefits. Mm-hmm. Riley doesn't take too kindly to that. Yeah. Now she lost the man that she loves. Yes. And Cassie didn't. And he does, and she doesn't even love Luke. Yeah. So you know that's a big offense. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a few months later, mm-hmm. Luke wakes. Okay, times time's gone. Yeah. You know, 
He's put into a wheelchair and he has to go through rehabilitation uh, before being sent home. Mm -hmm. And over the months, Cassie is visiting, visiting. She's forming some type of like bond with him. Mm -hmm. You know, they're she's helping him come back and, Mm -hmm. you know. And so she offers Luke to stay at her house. She was man. She managed to buy an actual house Mm -hmm. from the money that she was been making for her music for her music yeah you know like ads are buying it this blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, whatever it doesn't matter she's making money the on republican it. national convention i'm sure <laughs> yeah, they, they, <laughs> they loved it. it they loved it so she offers luke to stay at the house uh, and th- that also helps build the facade of this marriage obviously now he's going to need money more than ever mm-hmm. and the benefits and everything so she's kind of like maybe i will stay for a, a while Ooh, you know what i mean bitch <laughs> she's she's a nasty one she's nasty not so much in my story but in, in yeah. general in general she is um so one night cassie is coming home from the hospital and she sees her front door is busted open mm-hmm. she calls 911 immediately but then she just makes the stupid decision mm-hmm. of just entering the house yeah she sneaks into the house quietly she grabs a kitchen knife <laughs> And she finds this guy rummaging through her shit. Mm-hmm. She pulls the knife on him. And it's Jono. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Jono. Jono. Jono through the, through the, through the pipeline heard yep. that Luke is married to Cassie now. Mm-hmm. And he tells Cassie that Luke owes $15,000 that he stole in drugs. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. And now because they're married and Luke is all fucked up Mm -hmm. it's now cassie's responsibility to give that money cassie freaks out obviously (laughs) like oh my god you know what i mean yeah and she says that her and luke really are only married for the money Mm -hmm. for the benefits has nothing to do about love Mm -hmm. and she wants nothing to do with what's going on between jono and luke yeah so she tells Jono this whole thing. So Jono is about to, you know, like he's like, oh, all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so he's, you know, like there's a, another door just open for this guy. <laughs> and uh, but right before he does anything, th- he hears the sirens. He dips. He's yeah. gone. He's he runs away. The next day, Cassie goes to Luke. Um, and she's like, we got to get a divorce. <laughs> Because she's this is like she's freaking out. Yeah. Like realistically, real yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She didn't sign up for this and she's freaking. She goes to Luke and she's like, We need a divorce. We yeah. need to get this over with. I know it's gonna look bad, like me leaving <laughs> you in this bed, but like Me leaving you in this bed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gotta be done. But Luke interrupts her and he tells her, Look, we're busted. <laughs> I was just served. Yep. I was just served papers. <laughs> we were caught. He doesn't know necessarily that it was Cassie's big mouth mm-hmm. in two occasions that really <laughs> gave it away. But it obviously, you know what? Let's just let's just chalk it up to Jono. Yeah. <laughs> one more kick in <laughs> the sack. Be- one more kick in the sack before Luke goes to the grave. That that's all. <laughs> that's all. Jono's the greatest villain of all time. <laughs> he, he's such a good. He's a great character. You know, like you could you can mold him. He's like a piece of clay. Um. And, uh, you know, like Luke is being detained, obviously, no matter what, in the hospital. And Mm -hmm. Cassie is now under investigation. (laughs) So 
time is going by. Cassie's going in and out of meetings and interrogations. She's got her lawyer, you know, all yeah. this type of stuff is going on. And then Cassie receives an email. I'm really sorry for this ending. Cassie <laughs> receives an email uh, from her manager and said that Florence and the Machine <laughs> <laughs> is doing a show in L.A. in two weeks. And they want Cassie to open. Mm-hmm. But it can't happen if this investigation's going on. So she, it's got to get squashed. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is a big break for her. This is huge. This is about this is money yeah, now. This is <laughs> <laughs> well, not necessarily. Cassie made it. She's yeah. this is it. Yeah, she's made it. She can now. She she's playing music with a large artist. She's on the cusp of superstar. Exactly. Okay, she's yeah. there. Yeah, she's there. She mm-hmm. can taste it. She can feel it. She's answering her father's sick dream, mm-hmm. which she wants to do. Yeah, because you know that's the 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 issue that they both have actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so beca- when Luke is uh, detained, Cassie gets to have a couple of visits with them, mm-hmm. obviously monitored and stuff <laughs> like that. And she goes up to him and she said like, this whole thing is ruining my life. <laughs> <laughs> I want this done. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know why the trial's lasting this long. It's pretty much like <laughs> cut and paste. It's like it's good. Yeah, it's fucking lying. It's open and shut. Uh, but anyways, Luke um, tells Cassie, like, look, uh-huh. I'm going to take the full blame for this. Yeah. I'm going to say that I manipulated you and kind of like uh, molded you for this position that yeah. I, and, and for my own benefit alone. <laughs> His life is over anyways. <laughs> He's got really nothing <laughs> left going on. He owes money. He owes he's, money. He he's only has one arm. Yep. And you know, like he's obvi- like obviously, what are you gonna come back from? You know, like he's he was hit with a landmine. <laughs> I originally, I was gonna write that he got hit with a stray rocket, like a ri- <laughs> <laughs> like a ricochet off a tank, <laughs> <laughs> and he caught a stray rocket. Anyways, it doesn't. So this still works. Yeah, it still, it, <laughs> it still works. It still works. So he's going to take it. Yeah, he's going to do it. And she's got so much more to live in her life. And, you know, he, he's like, why? I'll sacrifice myself for another <laughs> in the in the trial. Finally, mm-hmm. it happens. The trial. Uh, Luke confesses to his scheme and how he passed um, and how his past caught up with him. Mm-hmm. He panicked. He found a lonely, kind girl who was struggling as well. Yeah. And he kind of manipulated her into a marriage, um, not knowing that sh- like she wasn't really she re- she had no idea what was the whole plan. Te- yeah. Technically. So, you know, like obviously the military is pretty pissed off because mm-hmm. they gave him 10 years. <laughs> he gets 10 years. He got 10 years in prison. 10 years. Yep. No apologies. <laughs> no apologies. <laughs> and uh, Cassie was dropped of all charges. As Cassie is walking out of the courtroom, she turns, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. she turns back and she sees Luke being wheeled, being wheeled away <laughs> to the side room. They can't handcuff him. They don't need to handcuff they him. They don't need to. <laughs> Was he going to run away? What are you going to do? Roll on me? <laughs> Uh, and um, she looks back at him, and he looks back at her. He nods subtly, 
like Robert Redford. Yep. And he smiles because, you know, oh. you know, like he just he saw potential in her and oh, fuck. he's got no potential. So it works out. So once again, old Cass is getting her way. <laughs> <laughs> she played. She did the devil's work and she's getting off scot free. I, I love it. <laughs> Turn the modern romance on its head. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I well, love I, that. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I, <laughs> Thank you. I got tears in my eyes right now. You actually do. Happy oh. tears. I'm having a good time. Okay. You know, I'm really, gra- I'm really glad that um, we just went off the rails with this one because that's the only way to make this entertaining because it's, this film is, is, is um, abysmal. So it's like that was the most fun i've ever had right telling a story you know what i mean yeah because in, in a way I'm, I'm i'm thankful for that i'm thankful for its garbage because i think we had a good i think we have a good uh good thing going here it's a good laugh all right i'm gonna i i have i can't <laughs> wait to hear you <laughs> i'm gonna scooch into mine guys look at look we're laughing a lot all right but we're having a good time i'm sorry for laughing a lot i'm trying not to scream to the microphone all right so we open with bartender Cassie singing to herself in the bathroom before. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. There's no okay. way I, I when you know what these characters look like, like, there's no way not to laugh at this. Oh, my God. OK. <clears throat> we open with bartender Cassie singing to herself in the bathroom mirror before her shift. As she hits a high note, we see her injecting herself with insulin. <laughs> Sorry, oh I, this Lord. is the first time I'm reading it out loud. If you want to, if you want to restart, because that was my bad two times. I, I got okay. I'm I'm gonna restart it. I, let's set I, let's set the pace here. Let's <laughs> let's go. I'm I'm sorry. I, right. I won't laugh. I I can't help. I'll, it I'll mute myself if I laugh. Listen, it's a problem because I I actually haven't read it out loud. It's hard. So it's it's. I was laughing while I wrote it, so I knew I was gonna laugh when I read it out loud. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Serious time. Serious time. I'm not laughing. Uh. We open with bartender Cassie singing to herself in the bathroom before her shift. As she hits a high note, we see her injecting herself with insulin. She holds up the vial and we can see it's almost empty. Suddenly, her coworker slash bandmate comes through the door and tells Cassie they've got to finish polishing the glasses if they want to have time for a sound check. As they polish glasses together, Cassie waxes poetic about how much she hates working. <laughs> and she wishes they had more time to focus on their band, The Loyal. But she has diabetes and needs the money. <laughs> <laughs> but she has diabetes and needs the money. Nora says she's more than fine if Cassie wants to take a break from the band and get a real job so she can afford larger than her larger than normal apartment <laughs> on the beach <laughs> and, and her life-saving drugs at the same time. But Cassie brushes her off and says she doesn't mind hustling for her passion. Later that evening, when Cassie is serving a group of rowdy Marines, Cassie's childhood friend Frankie introduces a quiet, mysterious boy named Luke who tries to flirt with her, but Cassie shuts him down, explaining that she doesn't date jarheads, and Luke remarks that it must be because she's an SJW. She spills a drink in his face and then leaves. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> the next day, Cassie goes to try and get a refill on her insulin, but her insurance won't cover her for another four days. The pharmacist lady rejects her, but her mother comes to the rescue and says she will put herself into credit card debt before allowing Cassie to die and hands her a couple hundred dollars for her medicine and then leaves. But it's still not enough. Cassie reluctantly leaves. 
You're really taking shots at her. Oh, my. <laughs> We're not done. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> we later see Luke and Frankie working out at Frankie's house while they wait for their deployment to Iraq. We see Luke eyeing a shirtless Frankie, and then all of a sudden, Frankie puts the barbell back and tells Luke, yo, man, I know you're gay. <laughs> Luke <laughs> Yo, man. Wow. I know you're gay. Luke denies this, but Frankie tells him it's cool and that they're still friends. But the other members of the platoon are probably going to kick his ass when they get to Iraq, so chill on the gay stuff. <laughs> I, wasn't pre- I wasn't prepared for this. I wasn't prepared for any of this. This, this was, is. I was partially angry when I wrote, wrote I this. I can tell. <laughs> There's some real <laughs> passive-aggressive shit going on here. Anyways, I'm sorry. Just like, I'm... Keep going. I just, yep. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Later that evening, Cassie and her band are playing a show at their bar. Cassie looks very low energy and dizzy while she performs the cheap cover of Feel It Still by Portugal the Man. Luke and his buddies are there and are watching with mild interest at the average performance. Suddenly, Cassie starts stumbling off stage while the band plays on. Luke watches her disappear in- into the back rooms and he follows her. Luke finds her collapsed on the floor with her almost empty vial of insulin clenched in her hand. He injects her and waits for her to wake up. As they sit outside together, Cassie explains that she has diabetes but doesn't want a real job to pay for the insulin, despite constantly running out and paying, the, and paying for the beach house apartment she rents. Luke confesses that he might be a little gay and he's worried about getting bullied in Iraq. He then okay. suggests... He okay. then <laughs> wow. He then suggests they get fake married so Luke doesn't look gay and Cassie doesn't need to work. They just need to stay married until Luke comes back from deployment. They end up getting married at City Hall. So he's getting a beard. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I got I did I done I I got rid of the drug shit. You went into it a wasn't ru- big enough for me. For yeah, no. Deal. So keep, keep going. Keep I, going. Let's wow. get the fuck out of here. They end up getting married at City Hall with a ring that Frankie provides, as he was planning on asking his longtime girlfriend, but decides to wait until he gets back so he can do it properly. Soon after, Luke is deployed. With Cassie now on spousal benefits, she is somehow living the dream. She spends all her time rehearsing, but they still haven't come up with any original songs. Until one night, Luke video calls Cassie from Iraq, and she can see that the war has been hell for him, but nobody thinks he's gay, so he can bear it. Cassie writes him an original song about her strong man in the Marines, and she posts posts her original work on Spotify. Within weeks, Cassie is getting offered a record deal, tryouts, all that, but she still hasn't heard from Luke. One night, she gets a phone call from the military informing her that Luke appears to have been killed in combat and that his funeral service will be held in a few weeks, but there's nothing to bury. Cassie is sad after having lost her muse and her meal ticket. (laughs) We're not done. No. (laughs) Keep going. Wow. At the funeral, she returns the ring to Frankie the only survivor of their attack and he tells he tells her to keep her head up and that luke is still with them and gives her a little wink he then congratulates her on signing with geffen records and congratulates her on headlining the san francisco pride this year in our last scene we see cassie about perform at the pride in san fran she's smiling at her audience and then off in the distance she spots luke he's sitting at a cafe with some young twink but she doesn't rush over to him They share a look of understanding before Cassie smiles and goes on to perform her set. Come back to me. Credits. 
So we're getting the look of uh, Alfred looking it at Bruce. He's the Batman. The, yes, the end of the Dark Knight Rises. Kind of like yeah. subtly cheers. <laughs> I am. I'm taken back by this one. This, you you found an uh, you found an angle. <laughs> it's absurdly crazy. I'm so impressed. There's a lot of passive aggressive anger in here. You know, you're straight up throwing both of them into the shit tank. They're both They're, garbage human yes. beings. <laughs> he went AWOL. And I, and I love how they both end up being on top of the... <laughs> he gets to be gay. She gets to headline. <laughs> I need to know something. Yeah. He faked his death in, in Iraq. Yeah, he How did. the fuck did he get out of there? Frankie got him out. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they beat the entire system. They beat the entire system Frankie so he can go out. be gay in, in San Francisco. Yeah, because Frankie's a good guy. <laughs> he's the only pure soul. That's why he said it's, he's still with us. It's funny that no matter how, what any angle you look at, Frankie's always the good guy. Yep. But I'm glad he lived in yours. Yeah. He was the only member. Armando killed the Arabs guy. They all fucking died. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. So that was a That was a ride. I mean, you know, like I said, like, this movie is garbage. You know, I, I hate to keep reiterating it, but like it's true. And I feel like we did a thousand times better. I'm yeah, this is going to take. Yeah, this is going to take a while for me to kind of like grasp it. It's almost like I kind of have this like visual, like the, everything you said. I was picturing it, you know, like imagine you're sitting in the theater. Or oh, sorry, it's a Netflix stuff. Imagine you like curl up. Yeah. Your 65-inch TV, <laughs> you know, you got your beer, your wine, yeah. things are getting romantical. And this movie pops up, you're like, oh, Purple Heart sounds cute. <laughs> sounds cute. <laughs> and then that shit goes down. Wild. The villains win Yeah. in both of our stories, I yeah. think. And you know why? Because these people aren't redeemable. No. They aren't redeemable at all. So, yeah, that's what I wanted. I wanted, like, okay, like, you know. <laughs> I still can't get over the, the naked workout. He's like, dude, I know you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't waiting. I was not expecting it. It's almost like you get slapped with it. You feel like that's Luke. what I wanted. You no <laughs> way, man. I'm not gay. No <laughs> oh, man, it's chill. I know wow. you're gay. Okay, we're still friends, but they might bully you in Iraq, though. Yeah, yeah. You can get the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, yeah. They're military boys. You heard yeah. them before. They're gonna kick the shit out of them in Iraq. I'm, I'm glad they both survived. Yeah, he got, got out. They got what they wanted. He got I out. His love. life was a struggle. He got out. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I did away with the drugs. I yeah. said, I don't fucking Smart care. Smart move. Smart move. It doesn't matter. No. The whole film, it didn't matter. So it doesn't matter. In but mind. it was never drugs in the beginning. It was never even drugs. That's no, the thing. It's it like was, kind of like a waste, right? Yeah. Like you can't even feel sorry or, or proud for the fact that this guy overcame addiction. Like he just was a fucking asshole. He was a goon. Yeah, that's it. Stupid idiot. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Cassie was <laughs> Cassie. The whole vibe I got from her was was lazy, lazy brat. The whole yes. fucking movie. Yeah. And I'm just like, you're telling me you're over here passing out in your car mm -hmm. from lack of insulin, and you won't go work at Target. <laughs> I know. Like I know. I, I know, know the healthcare know. system is messed up. She thinks but she's like, above it, though. You're not doing anything to help yourself. She's above it. She's an artist. <laughs> she lives in a beach house. She's walk above up. it. <laughs> she's above it. Prime real estate, sand and surf, but she won't get a job. No, she's above blue collar labor. <laughs> she's Fuck it, no. She's different. She's she's her art. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, you guys can. 
let us know what you think. But uh, I think we did a pretty damn good job. This is probably one of my. This is my favorite episode so far. I, yeah, I'm it's my favorite say too. That, yeah. <laughs> It's just when you're given nothing to work with, it's almost like a little bit of a blessing because then you just have whatever. You can build it up with whatever. But I think we were both passionately enraged. Yeah. With this thing. So that definitely contributed to. I can definitely feel it in yours. Yeah. In your script. But (laughs) mine, I don't really know. No, I, I definitely feel it just in the fact that she's such a fucking villain. Yeah. And then <laughs> the poor quadriplegic guy yeah. who got blown up in Iraq is just like, you know what? Send me she a break for 10 years. Technically, she guilted him. She did. <laughs> she manipulated him. She manipulated like him. Like some fucking yeah. Roseman Pike gone yes. girl shit. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. She manipulated him to yeah. just give up. Yep. Like, you're useless. You I'm have no gl- legs. Yes. Yep. You have no arms. Come on, look at me. I'm a star. Half, half your face <laughs> works. What are you going to do? Nothing. What are you gonna <laughs> What do you I just picture her like like if they're like in their home one night and he just like she just like knocks him out of his chair. Yeah. And he's like on the ground. She Who goes, knows? What are you gonna do? There's room in mine for that. <laughs> for the abuse? Yeah. That'd be interesting to see. Yes. That'd be interesting to see the yeah. abuse aspect. You can move of some that. pieces around. Yeah. And you can simply I made it like that mm-hmm. to to input um, you know, like some abuse scenes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's all intentional. This is all very, I, I, I really like the way we went with this. I'm glad we, yeah, you know, yeah, we, we strayed too. away from the typical Hollywood ending. Oh, yeah. None of it's typical. Because, you know, the scumbags win. And I think that's, um, that's good. Yeah. That's good. It's interesting. It, it's something that will, you know, gave a little life to this, this uh, awful film. So, yeah, you guys do not have to watch Purple Hearts. I would say maybe watch the trailer so you get a good idea of who's gay and who's uh, a <laughs> <laughs> diabetic scumbag. But that's... um. That's it. You guys don't have to subject yourself or anything. You can totally just listen to we this podcast. We did it all for you. Absolutely. Doing it all for you. Dying for the craft, just like Cassie. Um, <laughs> so if you guys haven't yet, you can watch our previous episodes. We did Spiderhead. We did Blacklight with Liam Neeson. Uh, and those are available on our Spotify. Uh, also, by the time this episode comes up, you should be able to follow us on Instagram at We Wrote It Better. Um, and uh, you can guys can see us there for like updates. Kind of, we're gonna have some polls going for you guys, seeing what kind of movies you guys want to yeah, yeah. see us write. And we could do classics. We could do movies that you've seen before. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be all over social media. You know, we're gonna be. Oh, we're trying. We're gonna try. Not really all over. I'm not going to Facebook, but like Twitter, Instagram. Those are the ones. Yeah. That's where you can find us. All right. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm Ridley DeWolf and this is my partner. Joel Shyamalan. And I guess we'll see you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed. Yep.